Welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This? I'm Liz. I'm Alec. And I'm Casey. And this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods. This week, we're talking about the secret world of Alex Mack. We made it. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We tried this once and Casey left us right when we said Alex Mack, so he's still here. I have good feelings about this take. Yay, good, 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 good. So I picked The Secret World of Alex Mack because this was a show that I, I mean, looking back, I remember this show and I remember loving watching this show, but I also weirdly don't have that many specific memories of the show. Like, I couldn't tell you that much about the plot other than that I knew she turned into a puddle. <laughs> Same. And that, uh, you know, I mean, there wasn't a lot that I remembered about it. So I was like, this would be a fun one to like reflect on and look back at because I don't remember a whole lot about it. And so we just went with season one, episode one to keep it easy. So, uh, because, you know, none of us, I think, really had a whole lot of memories with this show. Do you guys remember watching it or anything like that? Or did you never watch it? What was, what's your relationship with it? I, I remember it being part of the SNCC lineup. Um, I remember it being darker, but I think that's because it aired around the same time as Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I, just assumed it was darker but it's as long as it kept up with this pilot episode it was really light and kind of like jaunty uh, other than like the greedy capitalist uh chemical people but that's like even they're kind of doofy despite yeah. their maniacal laughter i don't know if that makes sense maniacal but, laugh. yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i remember watching it but i'm in the same boat i don't really remember a lot of the details i didn't remember that alex had a sister i didn't remember that alex had a friend that was really in the show i none of these things yeah. were you could have been like she's uh, a person that lives alone with no family and i would have been like yeah sure that's <laughs> that's her <laughs> Uh, well then, maybe I remembered the most out of this because I actually remembered most of this pilot episode. <laughs> nice, oh, okay. like, yeah, I like I knew how she got her powers. I feel like her clothes being covered in the gunk is like a storyline later on, maybe, or maybe I'm confusing with another show. Like, I feel like they get her clothes that were covered and stuff later on, mm. and I didn't realize it lasted so long. I feel like it's like several seasons. I thought this yeah. was like just two, right? Four seasons. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. They apparently played like two new episodes most e- evenings on SNCC. So oh. for the SNCC lineup, they would play two new episodes of Secret Life of Alex Mack. Oh, wow. Or Secret World. I always want to say Secret Life, and it's Secret World. I'm sorry. Secret Life of the American Alex Mack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think they regularly aired two new ones. So that may have made the seasons go by a little bit faster. Probably. Uh, which might have changed how that worked out. Yeah, I do think the most iconic thing is something all three of us remember, and that's her turning into a puddle, because yeah. iconic. Yeah. I, I just remember she used it to break into, like, everywhere. She's like, oh, this door's oh, locked, yeah. puddle form. Door. Bye. I, I do want to point out, <laughs> and, oh, God, I want to say it was second grade. My mom will write in and correct me if I'm wrong. I had these really sick uh, shoes, these, like, tennis shoes, and uh, they had this little, like, pocket on the side that had this iridescent goo in it um and it was just like kind of this bluish purplish goo that looked really cool and there was no other point to it other than that and that's what it always it always made me think of alex mack because i mean she's more of like a silvery thing but like just that yeah. it was this weird little goo and i i remember correctly i think one day at school one of the things like popped open and it like leaked everywhere but you know no big deal gross yeah i do feel like everyone in our generation was like i want to be alex mack like what cool powers also, what a cool person. Like, she's yeah. giving, like, such bisexual vibes. Like, the outfit, everything. I love it. The standoffishness. Like, it's wonderful. <laughs> I got queer vibes, but different queer vibes. But we'll oh. bring it up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, as we were talking about, uh, as far as seasons go, the show lasted for four seasons. And it played on Nickelodeon from October 8th, 1994 to January 15th, 1998. And... It replaced Clarissa Explains It All on the SNCC lineup. And so when I was doing some research, they specifically wanted to replace Clarissa with another female-led show because Clarissa Mm. was very successful for them. Uh, I will say I think that uh, Clarissa and Alex Mack both are such cool 
lead female characters. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. they have their own very specific sense of style. Um, and they're not, like, the typical, like, you know, they're, to me, they're realistic characters. They feel mm-hmm. like real people that maybe I would have hung out with or something versus, like, a popular super cool girl. Right. You know, so do you, I, um, Do you know like how long one. Clarissa was on? How many seasons Ooh. that one had? Let me look it up. Yeah. I feel like these characters, though, they definitely have, like, Boy Meets World vibes. Like, they're very down-to-earth and just, like, relatable characters that I love. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like they're a little more accessible than Boy Meets World, but maybe that's just me. Well, that's because there's less baseball for talk. five seasons. So it oh, really? Wow. 90, oh. It started in 91 and then ended in 94. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Good um, for her. Yeah. I mean, it was a great show. She had show. a lot to explain. <laughs> The, her bedroom and her bedroom in that show. I mean, we should do an episode on Clarissa, anyways. Just her bedroom. We'll do an episode about her bedroom. Is like dope. We should just. We we'll each have to make a diorama of her bedroom. Dope. Bedroom I was gonna say we should shows. each just do an episode, like a super episode, where we talk about one TV show, just the style from it, and how awesome we loved it. Yeah. Oh my God. Like freaking Hey Arnold's bedroom, so good. Um. So on the show, Larissa. <laughs> Olnik, Olenik, I'm not sure how to say it if I'm being honest, but she plays Alex, and I specifically know her mostly from 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, she oh, is yeah, that's one right. of the yeah, daughters, yeah. yeah, and she has the iconic line where she says, you see, there's a difference between like and love, because I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada backpack. <laughs> what and... a 90s phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just uh, say, I... Uh, my main reference to her and what always pops into my head when I think about this actress is the fact that a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who's also a stage manager, did a show several years ago. It was a one-moment show, but this actress was in it. Oh. And it was like, it was like, I love, I lost, I ate spaghetti or something like that. So like every time I think about Alex Mack, I just imagine a pile of pasta. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I... That's another movie that I just absolutely love. It's so good. So she... Uh, I mean, she honestly hasn't had that amazing of a career. I didn't look into a lot of her... I mean, just because she kind of, like, died off. Like, her career kind of ended. Like, <laughs> I'm saying She's not working in film as much. In TV. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, no. uh... Which anyways. is weird, because she has, like, that face that you see her, and you're like, I know her. Like, Yeah, and she's... Nice face. Yeah. I really like her, and I think she's really talented, and she does a great job in this, and she does a great job in 10 Things I Hate About yeah. You. Um, I they, always think she's the younger sister in Seventh Heaven, but she's not. That's it. That's who I get her confused with. <laughs> um, it's funny, because I was, while I was, I was watching some videos that were, like, fun facts about, about Alex Mack, and one of the facts was that they... You know, she was picked out of, like, hundreds of girls that auditioned for the show, which, I mean, of course, duh. But with, like, I mean, any kid's show, I feel like there's tons of kids that come out for it. But they were, like, they specifically picked her because she looked so normal. She wasn't, like, really super pretty like a lot of the people. And I was, like, that's so mean. (laughs) We picked her because she was an ugly bitch, and that's what we were going for. (laughs) Which is also a lie. Like, she's super cute. Like I know, but she's not, like... I think basically what they were trying to say is they weren't trying to go with like, oh, she's like super popular looking or something. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing to say about a 12 year old. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But I mean, I think she looks like somebody I'd want to hang out with when I was 12. So uh, yeah. Anyways, um, the show for anybody that doesn't know is about Alex Mack and how she gets hit with chemicals. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just like the chemicals come up and just punch her in the face. Uh, oh my she gosh. She gets soaked in chemicals, I guess I should say. Yes. Uh, and then she gets powers. And the powers include uh, telekinesis, uh, shooting electricity from her fingers, the ability to dissolve into a mobile puddle of water. I always thought it was like silver liquid. It didn't look I like water. I always imagined it was also like, it was almost like a little puddle of mercury. Like Yeah, it didn't look like water to me, but that's what yes. the I think that was just was, the bad so. graphics from 1994. Yeah. Um, and then also her skin might glow like yellow when she's nervous. There's, you know, there's she has a, a vast a mild array case of, of, of powers. So uh, that's kind of well, a like brief disco jaundice. Show, <laughs> disco <but>. jaundice? <laughs> that's my new single. <laughs> it's Dua Lipa's new album, Disco Jaundice. <laughs> But a lot of that we'll go into when we talk about the actual sh- 
show because we watched the first episode, which goes yes. into a lot of that. So um, the DVD series, funny enough, was banned in the UK when it came out, uh, which it was put out in like 2007, I want to say, um, as kind of a nostalgia thing, right? Because obviously, you know, they're not expecting a ton of young kids to just pick up Alex Mack and watch it. They're thinking... Okay, people that watched this in the 90s are going to maybe want to buy the DVD. Right. And the UK said no, because there's one episode in there where a kid hides in a tumble dryer, and there's nothing about how that's dangerous in the episode, and so they wouldn't allow the DVDs. The whole series just for that one instance? Yeah, they tried to get Nickelodeon to cut that scene out, and they were like, no, because (laughs) most people are going to watch this because it's nostalgia. They're not stupid kids that are going to think that's cool. But you know what? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It was just I just thought that was funny because it's such a random thing for it to get banned for. Yeah. Uh, also, there was a book series based off of the show. Um, it had like 30-something different stories, and they were all wow. sp- spin-off. Every single book except for the last two were not recreations of what happened on the show. They were just kind of like spin-off things that like happened like in between episodes, you know? Um the last two books were kind of a retelling of the beginning of the series. So, uh, I don't know. I never had any of the Alex Mack books, but I saw them online and I mean, they look like every other type of book series that came out in that time period. You know, there are those like easy reader books like goosebumps or whatever. Um, very colorful covers with then a picture of Alex Mack on the front doing something crazy, you know, like it was like, you know, so it was all just kind of different adventures that she would go on. It was kind of like its own little episode, but just little spin-off episodes. Cool. So, um, <clears throat> I feel like they don't do that that much anymore. I don't know. I guess that's not true. They have, like, Minecraft books and stuff, so. That's not a, just, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> was I saw a post recently that was about a novelization of an Austin Powers movie, and oh it was, <laughs> it was, it was an excerpt about him, um, in the little cart in the tunnel when he gets it stuck between the walls and it's like he got the cart stuck very groovily <laughs> did it make me giggle <laughs> <laughs> also i'll sorry to tack this on but um a couple years ago isaiah for uh i think it was a christmas gift bought me a novelization of home alone 2 lost in new york which in my head is the superior home alone and it is fantastic and is basically word for word what happens in the movie and it's everything i ever needed isn't that such a weird thing? Like, novelizations of movies. Not, like, because the movie exists without a book. So then they right. wrote a book just of the plot of the movie. I, I'm always curious, like, who is the person that's going out and sincerely purchasing those? Because I think, like, a lot of times it's kind of a joke. You're like, aha, yeah. oh, Home Alone 2 is a novelization. I'm going to buy that. That's funny. But is there's people going out there and buying the novelization of whatever yeah i'll say i don't buy them but i do know a lot of them like super fans like to have them because sometimes they explain some things better than the movie can or they like do a deeper dive especially some of the stuff that's like um you can tell would be better as a per like a uh, especially some things that you can tell would be better as like a first person narrative where Mm -hmm. it's like someone's emotional growth and they're the main character but you never hear like a voiceover so sometimes it's like oh, now you get to, like, hear their thoughts and clarify some of the weird stuff we just saw. Yeah. But I'm yeah, also I just, I not like that. I don't read. Why did someone write a novelization of Home Alone to Escape from New York? Like, I, really and it was like, much it was a, <laughs> yeah, it was like an old school thing. It was like something that was made in the 90s, I think. So oh, yeah. the cover was pretty great. Yeah. I mostly say that from, like, Star Wars. I know people do it. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I think that to me, the ones that kind of make sense are, like, anything from Star Wars. Uh, you've got, like, tons of all those Godzilla movies. I think all the Alien movies have novelizations. You know, that kind of stuff where there's, like, a lore and people yeah. are really nerdy about it. But then it's, like, are you going to have a novelization of, I don't know, Home Alone 2 just is hilarious to me. I, I'm yeah. trying to think of a funny movie that, like, would be great to have a novelization of, but I can't think of anything. Like, uh, When <laughs> Harry Met Sally, the novelization. I don't know. Honestly, it seems like... <laughs> I'm going to look this up because I feel like that probably exists. Oh, I'm sure it does. But, like, it would be, like, Hot Tub Time Machine, the novelization. Like, who wants that? <laughs> uh, 
So honestly, that's about as much information as I have about the actual show history. There wasn't a whole lot out there. I think that's the case with a lot of these Nick shows. Uh, especially the live action ones for some reason. I feel like there's way more information about the cartoons than there are the live action movies. But maybe that's just because the cartoons have lived on longer because they're cartoons. I don't know. Uh, well, it, I feel too like with cartoons, you have to have much more written material and like pre-planning. Mm-hmm. You have like yeah. all the stuff. Whereas like live action TV shows, you're like, someone wrote the script and then we filmed it real fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and just jump into it, and let's get started with Season 1, Episode 1 of The Secret World of Alex Max. So, the episode opens with Alex being woken up by her sister, Annie, and her sister's like, you're going to be late for your first day of junior high school, which, is that a, like, do people call it junior high school? Is that a thing? Um, I always just thought it was middle school. (laughs) Oh, I can't remember. I think mine was technically called middle school but it was like when my parents went to the same school it was junior high and it was like seventh eighth and ninth grade and then the high school was 10th 11th 12th but when Mm -hmm. i was there it was seventh and eighth only and then you moved on to the other the high school it was nine through 12th yeah yeah i feel like the term junior high was much more popular in the 80s and 90s but now it's just kind of blurred because i don't i don't even know what a junior high is now it's just seventh and eighth grade maybe yeah yeah well, that's what they say in this. They they mention seventh and eighth grade because they say like the teacher says something about oh you should have learned this in sixth grade. So I'm that teacher is so mean. Well, she is. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also uh, the first day of class. Like cool-ish. yeah, right. So this lesson's too much. Sorry. Alex gets up. She finally is getting dressed. Uh, she's trying to decide what to wear and specifically what hat to wear. Which that's a huge part of Alex Max's character. Apparently the costume designer was really into what her dad wore in the 60s it's very random to me but uh a lot of the hats are inspired by 60s hats uh so that's why some of those like felt like type she has like some weird like felt almost like boulder style hats but they have flat bills i don't know how to describe yeah that. Mm. but uh you know she has a lot of those obviously she wears a lot of backwards baseball caps but Alex is trying to decide what hat to wear, and it kind of becomes an iconic part of her character is that she always has hats on. Yeah, um, and she was just crushing, like, the tomboy look. Like, oh, yeah. her style is so cool. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm so boring when she looks at herself. She <laughs> hates her outfit, and I'm like, no, girl, you look fabulous. You look so cool. Like, no. you could walk out today, and people would be like, oh, my God, would you be on my Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> So her friend Ray shows up to the house because he's going to walk with her to school. Um, And so that's the first time we get to meet Ray. I really like Ray. He was a fun character. I mean, I think everyone in this show is pretty likable as as their assigned characters. Um, And so, I I mean, I remember liking everyone at the time, but Alex obviously being the one that I remember the most. Um, So. Yeah, I like all the acting for the most part just because I feel like the characters are like normal with like a dash of campy thrown into everything mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone's just like at the same level so even when we hear weird stuff like the sister being huge into like science way more than she should be at this point like yeah so knowledgeable you're like yeah it tracks it's fine whatever yeah it's pretty believable and i think the <clears throat> thing that tips it over like some of the music the underscoring is like a little doofier but like the acting is pretty grounded i think yeah yeah i love the music the music is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, very Halloween time. They use that same exact <laughs> but not riff, that bad. like, all the time, too. They yeah. use that same riff every time that there's something wacky happening. It's like, yeah. they use that same song. Or even uh, when something's supposed to be, like, wacky, but it's actually horrifying, but they're like, no, be funny. Here's yeah. fun, some fun music. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you do see the dad working on his computer, his laptop, and he's doing some sort of, like, because he works for the chemical plant, which obviously we'll talk about more later, but he is typing on his computer, and I feel like he's typing so fast, and nothing's really happening on the computer, <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. It's just moving the 3D model, like, yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> and so then the sister's like, let me do it, and I'm like, How, what do you even know what you're doing? Like, this is your dad's job. She's a genius. Yeah. Uh, so... Then they go to school, and of course, Alex is late to class. And wait, so. I love the moment because, like, her and Ray are walking to school, and literally they get to the school, and then it pans like above them, and it's just them looking over the school and like this horror music going on. And I'm like, yeah. 
I this thought is that, so good. I thought that was the chemical plant because it looks very industrial and it's like all white and has like, I know the big, cause it's all one level and you can see like all of the air conditioning things on the top of the building. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the scary music, it must be the chemical plant. And then they like walked into it. I'm like, okay, I guess that's the junior high, <laughs> Never mind. I loved it because let me tell you, junior high is terrifying. So I was like, you got it. You captured it. This is realistic. Absolutely traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she walks in, she's late to class on her first day. Her teacher is very upset about it. And doing Uh, things that, like, should not be happening in a seventh grade math class. Like, you do not need to be putting that many equations on the board on the first day. Not the first day. Yeah. Like, leave the the first day. The first day is supposed to be like, let's meet everybody. This is a new, like, there might be people that you don't even know here because, you know, depending on how their public schools work there might be new people they don't know i don't know it seems yeah it does seem very weird that it's the first class of the first day and she's like okay let's do some math you should have covered this in sixth grade yeah Yeah. (laughs) and this is when my fan theory kicks in starts with this moment in class because the teacher calls on alex but calls her alexander mac and i was like what if alex mac is trans and i love this for the whole time because she's like well, yeah, because they have a, bus, a lot of uh, gender discussion later when they think that they saw a boy. It's an interesting theory. They do. I like that. Well, and also, like, she has her troll box that she's, like, not a fan of. Like, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it has some weird gender stuff that's going on in, like, a really fun way. But I'm also, like, I don't know if you're a trans man or trans woman. But either way, you're just trans to me. Maybe you're not binary. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love it. I love where, where this goes in my brain. Yeah. Good old Alex Mack. I mean, I feel like, you know, that's how uh, a lot of these shows, I think, at the time were trying to bring up things that just very quietly. I mean, uh, I was looking at suggested videos on my YouTube, and one of them was Matilda talking about the chosen family and how it relates to, like, okay, yeah, Matilda has a chosen family, just like how a lot of, like, you know, LGBTQ plus people have to have chosen yeah. families. Yes. And it was just, I don't know. It was an interesting thing that I'm like, how, there's no way somebody didn't think about that when they were making this. Right. I mean, right. I don't know. Or it, Well, it just, just like with Matilda, if you suppress queer people, we do get magic powers. So just like <laughs> be weary. <laughs> how old were you when you got your magic powers, Casey? Uh, I was like 13, but oh, nice, it's really nice. not that great. I can just wake up before my alarm clock. I kind of got like a bad one. So. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then Alex leaves class and she goes outside. I'm assuming for gym or something like that. They don't really say, but it seems weird for it to be recess. So I'm assuming it's gym class. I don't know. I don't remember having recess that much at seventh grade, but no, um, we did BS. (laughs) We totally did. We should totally have recess still, but whatever. There should still go be outside. In damn. High <laughs> well, no, I'm saying you should still have recess like all through. We all need to be outside more. Um, yeah. All through life. Yeah. So outside, she sees her crush, but also she sees her crush's ex, which is Jessica Alba, aka Jessica. <laughs> it's not even the character. Yes. It's just Jessica Alba. <laughs> I know her name is Jessica in the show. So uh, it's I love funny. it. Um, so fun angel. fact about Jessica Alba on the show is that she's only in a few episodes and I think she's like in like three or four. It's, it's really not mm. that many. And then she ends up leaving the show because she left to go beyond the flipper television series. Mm. So there what? was a TV version of the movie flipper, uh, which I had no idea existed, but in this video I was watching, it was it looks wonderful. I kind of I remember <laughs> vaguely the '90s why. flipper. I think I remember the the. My brother was really into like marine biology when he was young, and I don't As think he watched. Was. Well, I don't think he watched the movie, but I feel like it just got brought up at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to be a marine biologist so bad. Yeah, like, I was like, were you a '90s kid if you didn't want to be a marine biologist? Right. <laughs> it was the dream of the '90s. I feel like maybe we've talked about this before, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. uh, um. So I, when I saw her, I was like, "Is this Jessica Alba?" So I had to look it up on IMDb, and then it just brought me to my favorite name I've ever seen on IMDb. So the woman who plays Miss Ward, her name is Mink Stoll, and I just had to say that. Wow. <laughs> Wait, who is Miss Ward? Her name's Mink Stoll. No, who, what character is that? I don't know. 
<laughs> That's in the show, though? <clears throat> yeah. Mink Stoll's, like, the super legendary actress who was, like, in all of the John Waters movies. That's what it is. So it's like the name yeah. sounds familiar for being I ridiculous, I didn't but also like her at all. She might not uh, be in it till later if he was just looking at the series. Okay. Yeah, because she's only in like four episodes. I just typed in uh. Miss Ward, like that was gonna pull anything. <laughs> okay, so uh, after we see Jessica Alba bully uh, our good friend Alex, then she starts to go home, and so on her way home, she almost gets hit by a truck. <laughs> Uh, that is coming from the chemical plant. And, of course, then she gets covered in the chemical called GC-161. Which, also in one of my videos that I was watching that was, like, facts about Alex Mack, they were like, the reason it was called GC-161 is... GCA stands for something real. I can't remember what it was called. Like, genetic something, whatever. It was a real thing. But then 161 was picked because that's when the writer of the show he was eight years old when his parents got divorced and so if you add up one plus six plus one that equals eight and so since that was a traumatic event in his life he put that as the number and i was like that is the weirdest thing that's i've ever heard in my so life specific. <laughs> that's so convoluted <laughs> i yeah. know I other like, shows I... are like this is the room we worked in that's what the name is and he's like let me break this down for you yeah <laughs> I was traumatized by my parents' divorce. And, because I mean, what kid in the 90s wasn't? But, right. um, I was just excited. I thought I was going to get two Christmases, and I did. <laughs> I got too many Christmases. You hey. guys can have some. So, anyways, she gets covered in G6, GC161, which is the chemical that GameCube this. GameCube 161. This weird chemical plant that we've seen, like, you know, we've seen a couple little shots of people that are, you know, preparing this chemical, whatever. We still don't really know that much about it. And we won't know that much about it by the end of this episode, of course, because... The one thing we know is that it can make uh, tarantulas glow in the dark. That's the yes. one thing we've yes. seen so far. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did see the tarantula walk by and it was glowing yellow. <clears throat> so... I will say, too, they describe this liquid as being gold and it just looked like it's vomit. Poop. So I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's excrement of some kind um and it just looked disgusting showering on her i was very uncomfortable yeah i did not like this yeah so anyways of course she immediately runs away from the accident she's like i'm not gonna deal i don't have insurance i don't want to <laughs> um, wow what a millennial so... icon <laughs> right? i'm a millennial i can't pay for this <laughs> i mean honestly though like she could sue the hell out of them get that settlement yeah, I know, right? I'd be like, you're paying my student loans, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I am devastated by the fact that she doesn't immediately take a shower because I don't understand how you can't do that. I mean, that would be right. my immediate instinct is to go to the shower. She literally goes to the garage and it just washes her hands off. She's like, that's good. I mean, I don't, I'm like, what are you doing? I would be in the shower. Uh oh. Gays are gross, so honestly, this tracks. <laughs> so then she starts to realize that something is weird because her hands kind of glow and stuff. But then she's interrupted by this discovery by her sister coming home. And so she talks to her sister. She's like, this is weird. Something's happening. So the sister whips out her medical kit that just happens to be in the garage, I guess. And it's like, let's take all your vitals. <laughs> and, uh, Which I like, love that she's not only amazing, like, on computers and, like, chemicals and stuff, but also, like, medicine, like, biology. Yeah. Like, what can't she do? I right. Know. They already have one superhero in the family, and it's this daughter. <laughs> she's yeah. she's right. doing stuff. And so she's like, everything seems good. Like, you're healthy, and everything seems fine. And then she says, unless the chemicals are seeping into your brain and they're, like, destroying you or something. I'm like, thanks, right. sister. Wow. <laughs> and so that's when she... Ray walks in. Yeah. Oh, you were going to say something? Oh, I'm also just amazed how chill Annie is about all this stuff, though. Yeah. Like, Alex is like, I, like, had electric stuff coming from my fingers and I accidentally turned on all these electrical devices just by stepping by them. And Annie's like, yeah, uh-huh interesting great let's check your heart cool yeah no you seem fine <laughs> yeah you, seems good. like everything's normal yeah right. mm -hmm. <clears throat> so then ray walks in and he also sees that she's glowing yellow and so alex's face keeps changing to like this really iridescent yellow color 
and he is freaked out by it. He's like, this is not... Because Annie's just like, it's going to be fine. And Ray's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. not. okay. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Annie's like, don't overreact. She's just glowing. It's really fine. <laughs> and so I love that they they just all decide we're not going to tell anybody else. You know, we got to keep this low-key. Annie's, for some reason, worried that the dad could lose his job over it, which I feel like is weird. I don't know why you would lose your job. Yeah, that's kind of a stretch. But she is but. also like, they'll experiment on you if they yes, find you. Yeah, which is like pretty legit. Yeah. Um. So then we, while this is happening, we also see shots of the chemical plant, and so we see the like security guy, which is the older man that we see a lot in this episode, and then we also see the CEO, which is this very like business-looking woman. Um. She has her business suit on and her red lipstick, and she's ready to ruin the planet or whatever. She's she just... eats her businesswoman special. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we also get to see our doofy little truck driver guy. Um, and so she basically is like, you need to find her, or him. You need to find him, because the truck driver, I think, assumes it's a boy because of how Alex is dressed. And so... He can't remember at all what the kid looks like. And so they're flipping through pictures of kids, which I feel like is very weird. I was like... A database of children in the area? Gross. Yeah. I don't know why they have these pictures, but okay. So then they find out, too, that there was a handprint left at the scene. And so they're like, okay, cool. We can use this handprint to somehow try to figure out who this kid is. And so that way we can track them down. So our business lady is very intense about finding... Alex and our security guy is also very intense and he's determined to find her. So. I do love that business lady though was like, I know nothing about this chemical. I don't know anything <laughs> yes. about this girl. I don't know anything about this wreck. I was not here. If you say something, I will murder you. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's a boss. Great. I like it. Yeah. She's a boss ass bitch. Um, <laughs> so then of course we see the parents and they, the dad comes in and says, Hey, did you hear there was an accident right by the school? Uh, Oh, the kids aren't home? And then they don't freak out. They're like, eh, they're probably fine. I mean, I feel like as a parent, I'd be like, oh my God, where are our kids if there was an accident right by the is, school with the chemicals? Like, is this the moment where he drops the glass on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Where he just like goes to sit, he's drinking like water or something, then he goes to sit on the table, but he just like misses it and drops it. Like it was part of the story. It wasn't like an actor yeah. accident. And then he just walks away and the mom is like, excuse me, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Is, I think the dad's a robot. Like, that's my other headcanon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he basically rushes off to go see the kids. He seems mildly worried, mm-hmm. but still not as worried as I feel like I would be if my child was missing from school and I knew that there was an accident right by the school. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'd be very concerned. Also, speaking of the geography <laughs> of this town, like, I always thought this when I was younger, too, but this is one of those properties where... It just seems like the characters live in a neighborhood that has nothing except a school and a chemical factory. Like, there's not a yes. downtown, there's not a mall it is or something. It's supposed to be an industrial city or like an industrial area. They, that's what they describe mm, it as. Okay. So, I mean, I think it's not supposed to be like a fun place to live necessarily. Mm-hmm. It seems like. It's just like I mean, maybe a- like a community that popped up just to support the people that work at the Plant. place. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, you would need, like, a grocery store. I don't know. There's just, like, a school dropped in the middle of, like, the desert or some mountains, and that's it. like, let's put the school right next to the chemical plant. I mean, that's what California is, right? (laughs) California listeners, can you you clarify? Can you confirm? To me, you're describing Texas. I've (laughs) been there twice, and this is exactly how it was. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So... Then finally, Dad goes to find him. He walks in, and that's when Alex turns into a puddle. Um, yes. And so Alex has disappeared because she is now a puddle. And the dad's like, where's Alex? And her sister just tries to, off the top of her head, say, oh, she's trying out for the basketball team. Yeah, you know, Alex liked basketball. <laughs> and the dad's it's like, like I didn't know Alex liked basketball. Well, then you don't um, know your daughter that well. <laughs> accepts it, so... Uh, yeah. I also like in this moment, he's not like, oh, well, there's an accident. I'm going to go pick her up to make sure, like, she's fine, fine or, like, he's I can get her home it. safe. Yeah, they're like, she can walk. He <laughs> says, like, 
well, as long as you know where she is, then we're good. And then he's like, well, why is Ray here then? Which I think was kind of rude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I don't know. Why can't he hang out with your other daughter? Anyways, then Annie says, oh, well, I'm trying new experiments and I'm going to see if I can turn Ray into a puddle. Which then the dad says, cool, just make sure you clean up after yourself. And <laughs> I just really question their parenting abilities, but you know. He's a robot. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense. <laughs> so then the kids uh, all get back together. Alex D puddles and becomes human again. That's the correct verb for that. Yeah, so she depuddles and she's naked, and so she asks for her clothes. Now, apparently, this was a decision that was made after the, they shot this scene. They were like, uh, never mind. We don't want to have Alex be naked every time she becomes not a puddle because that would be a complicated thing to do with a 12 year old kid. Yep. And I think that was a very smart decision mm -hmm. because I think that would probably have been weird. So they later on to tell say that like alex is basically able to control her powers enough that she can make her clothes become a puddle too and then they just re they de-puddle as well yeah so uh this is the only time that alex shows up like naked um and of course she's behind boxes and everything so you can't see anything but uh, i still think that was a very smart choice so um to change that so then the kids are really morbid for a while and they kind of talk about all the horrible things that could possibly be happening to Alex, uh, which, I mean, I guess seems appropriate. That's probably what kids do, but it was still kind of like, man, y'all need to <laughs> st stop saying this to her. Like, uh, she's having a traumatic day as is. Um, but then they convince Ray to go check on the accident. And so they're like, Ray, you need to go check out what's going on because... We still don't know anything. And so he goes, and I do love the Ray sneaking montage. Like, yes. <laughs> sneaking around. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to be, like, a spy or something. This, to me, feels so genuine because this is exactly what I feel like kids would do if they were trying to be like, oh, I got to go sneak around. And, yeah. You know, like, the wildest my... thing to me about it is that it works. <laughs> yeah. So he overhears that they have this, like, machine that can scan people's handprints and then they're going to go around, they're going around the neighborhoods and taking kids' handprint scans, which again, I guess to me, Casey, what you said makes the most sense is that everyone in this area works at the plant because otherwise I don't know why everyone would just be like, yeah, go ahead and scan my kid's handprint. Like unless they worked for them and had some sort of like, oh, well, it's for my work. So I guess let's do it. Yeah. But otherwise, it seems like a very weird thing that I would not allow to happen to my child. But I get maybe it's also difference between like us today and being like, no, you cannot have my handprint. You can steal my identity with that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I went, weird stuff. we went on a field trip and I was in elementary school to the police station where they took all of our fingerprints. So, I mean, they had ways around it. <laughs> yeah, same. That's where I'm like, I think maybe They're back like, then people are like, we'll do a fun activity where we take your fingerprints. And was like, this is awesome. But like, yeah. now they have my fingerprints. So, right. cool. We're also going to take full body scans and also a copy of your social security card. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is creepy. When you yep. think, like, the yeah. police, man. Okay. Um, so... Then Ray comes what back. What do you think and the police, him, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ray comes back and is like, guys, you got to figure something out because they're coming around. They're going to come try to find you. And so Annie convinces Alex to turn into a puddle again. She's like, you need to turn into a puddle again because then you can hide and you can go change your clothes. Um, and so she tries to let Alex through the door, but the mom is cleaning right next to where the door is. So she's like, okay, Alex, you're going to have to go through the plumbing because that's the only way to do it. <laughs> And to me, this is absolutely terrifying because yes. you don't know what the plumbing system, like how to get. Yeah. How did it. she not get like washed into like the septic system or the yeah. treatment plant or something? Because to me, you don't know what's going to happen if your liquid connects with another liquid. Because like you could get like somewhat dissolved into like, I don't know. This was the most terrifying thing of the whole episode to me because I'm like, you could die. I don't. <laughs> Y'all are bringing up things I didn't even think of because, like, mixing with another liquid, no idea. And the idea of being stuck in a septic tank is horrifying. I was just like, what What if you get lost and you just 
pop into like the kitchen sink and you're like wrong place and you're like what if you're <laughs> Sorry, trapped <Mom>. forever and <laughs> you die <laughs> yeah. i don't know i that's it was very scary. So she does end up back up in her bedroom. Oh, wait. To get... <laughs> when she's going through the pipes, though, yeah. they show her for a second, and it just shows a pipe and, like, scrolling by it, and there's just this loud scream as <laughs> it's like, happening. Ah! <laughs> like, I feel like it's supposed to be, like, fun, but to me it was, like, so terrifying. You don't yeah. want to know the things she saw on that pipe. No, I also, like... That house is probably old. Those pipes are probably disgusting. Uh, I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. So the men show up at the door and they ask Annie where she was after school. And Annie's like, oh, I was doing my super advanced chemistry class. So I was there. No problems. And so then they say, oh, do you have, don't you have another daughter? And the dad says, yeah, sh- I think, you know, she's at school still. I should probably go pick her up. And... Then Annie's like, oh, no, she's upstairs. I just saw her. And he's like, oh, okay, weird. So he decides to go upstairs to get her. Of course, the chemical plant people are being super creepy and trying to, like, just go into the house. And Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. And so Annie's like, um, excuse me. No, you cannot come in here. And shuts the door in their faces, uh, which is wonderful. And then the chemical plant security guy, like, punches their wreath, which, rude. Yeah. Don't mess with and decor. Yeah, they had a nice hanging wreath on their door, and he punches it. Um, so then the so then Alex comes down, and they ask her where she was, and she says that she was you know upstairs doing homework. And so then they say, okay, well we're just gonna get your handprints then. And so the sister puts her handprint in, and it's kind of intense. This is a suspenseful moment of the episode because you're like, oh no, are they gonna get her? And so then Alex uses her little technology abilities because she can mess with electronics, basically. And she just, like, explodes the handprint thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the I, guy's like, oh, man. <laughs> I, hate that that's, I hate that that's the out, though. Like, they couldn't just be like, no, don't scan my hand because I have my rights. And do you have a warrant? Like, I hate that the whole thing was like, oh, well, the only way we can get out of this is to make the thing explode. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it is. It's creepy. I loved um, it. I would have hated it any other way. This was the only I way they could do I, it. I didn't remember what happened, and so I was thinking, like, oh, is she gonna be able to turn just her hand into liquid when it goes in? So that, oh, like, that's a really, good point. Doesn't like really read. It's like or, we like... registered a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking um, she was gonna like zap it, but instead she just like telekinesis to like just make it yeah fall. Oh and yeah, explode. I guess maybe it was just telekinesis then. I don't know. So then she also uses her telekinesis to make their car start rolling down the hill. And mm-hmm. so Annie, Annie's like, um, is that, isn't that your car rolling down the hill? Which, because the guy says, oh, I have another one in my car. And so Alex makes the car roll down the hill, which I think it's funny that they didn't just, like, immediately come right back to get her handprint. <laughs> like, you missed but, your window. I'm sorry. It's dinner time. <laughs> yeah, bye, bye. Please come back tomorrow. Um. So after they go get their car then it kind of cuts to alex nanny in bed that night and they're getting ready to go to sleep uh and basically they're just like ah ha ha what a crazy <laughs> day and <laughs> alex is like well tomorrow's gonna be a whole new day at junior high and <laughs> yeah i love that the sister's like your life is forever changed you're now a science experiment and that's really cool you're finally gonna be something now alex <laughs> i was yeah. like wow and then the being like is- pretty terrible or yeah her wife did i say her wife <laughs> <laughs> um, her but sister. Then, yeah then annie's sister also wife. like we're gonna be on the cover of scientific america yeah i was like so it's bad if other people experiment and figure out what your sister is but you're cool yeah but <laughs> if fine i do it, it it's fine and so the episode ends with us seeing the ceo lady again and she's very angry and they're like, we need to find this kid. And so then we know what the rest of the series is going to be. And it's going to well, be them. They also, when Alex. they're in the bedroom getting ready for bed, uh, Alex goes to turn off the lamp and like zaps oh, yeah. it. And then like the whole town's power is like flickering. It shows like yeah. the lights of the city or the it's suburb, wherever they are. Yeah. 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 Well, they also and gave her a what... stupid tall lamp. Like I'd use my powers too. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a clapper. That's all you need. Oh, yeah. So that is the 
Secret World of Alex Mack. I mean, I feel like I had a lot of fun watching this episode. Uh, I still, I kind of am like, maybe I'm going to keep watching the show. It's all like on Vimeo, which is nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's hard to find on DVD and stuff. I don't, it's, I mean, they basically had that one DVD release and I think it was only a, a couple of the seasons. I don't even know if it, uh, it might've been the entire series actually, but either way, it was released in 2007, so that's not something that you're finding easily right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, this show's available on Vimeo if you want to check it out. The quality's, you know, iffy, but that's okay. Uh, and I just I just used to love a good snick night, man. I miss oh, the, yeah. the orange snick couch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Just, it was so fun. So it was fun to revisit Alex Mack. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was really charming. I like this. I had fun watching it. Yeah. yeah. It feels a little more earnest than a lot of other children preteen properties. Yeah. Like earnest. I think it's like a little bit it's kind of the sillier version of So Weird to me. Yeah. Because yeah. So Weird is a lot more serious. I think mm-hmm. it gets a lot more intense, but this is kind of the funny haha version of So Weird, but um yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So I think this definitely is a good Liz pick. It feels like in my way to pat yourself on the back and, well no what i'm saying it's like appropriate for what i've picked yes so yes, far yes, yes, yes. It's like, oh yeah it vibes with a lot of the stuff so as far as why i'm like this again it's got this weird kind of twist to it um in that kind of sci-fi it's a little spooky but not that spooky but you know um that's what i loved as a kid so maybe we'll just nice. have to talk about animorphs soon that's i don't know i get animorphs vibe from this i literally just started rereading the whole series oh my god <laughs> i'm not gonna lie because also i was thinking whenever like the whole moment of like um alex mack like the first time she turns into a puddle she's mm-hmm. naked and then from then on out she figures out how to change her clothes i was like this literally happened in animorphs the exact same thing oh wow okay. yeah except for them they can't fully change all their clothes so they all have like animorphs outfits which is just like mm. leotards which i think is hilarious because they're like so ashamed whenever they're in their like animorphs outfits because <laughs> they're like i look so stupid right now that's so funny that's it <laughs> i'm sorry amazing before we wrap up the podcast i would like to let you know that we do have a visual companion to accompany this episode you can find it on twitter at why am i like this instagram at why am i like this podcast or facebook on our generation why am i like this fan page if you'd like to reach out to us we also have an email which is why am i like this at gmail.com yes and do not forget to rate review subscribe all those things. Thank you. Ring the bell for notifications. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, dong. All right. Should we do some many good things? Many good things? Yay, many good things. Many good things. Who wants yes, to go first? Uh, I'll go because mine's stupid and it makes me happy. And I've been mm-hmm. looking at them the whole time. <laughs> so <laughs> um, Vince and I decided to like just do some random errands the other day because we need to go to a lot of different places. And he wanted a new game. So we stopped at GameStop. And I saw these ridiculous headphones and I was like, no, I'm not going to buy them. And then the next day I was like, I have to have them. So I went back (laughs) and they are fantastic quality, like noise cancellation. It's hard for me to hear anything around me, which I love. And just the sound quality is great. They're Bluetooth. I can walk anywhere I want. And on top of that, they are pastel pink and they have cat ears and they light up and they make me so happy. (laughs) I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yes, so we're all happy for you. It's like, <laughs> it's a major good thing. This is more than a mini. This is a life-changing moment. I'm now a cat girl. I'm cat Some girl people prime. wait a lifetime for a moment <laughs> like this. Thank I you, love it. Kelly. Well, so speaking of being a weeb, um, <laughs> I <laughs> have also decided to embrace my weeb nature. And first of all, I've been kind of like redoing kind of tidying up and decorating my classroom a little bit more i got this wonderful uh kiki delivery service tapestry that i hung on my wall and i've got all my little spirited away plushy things on my desk it's just yes. it's a good vibe i'm really digging it but then i've also been watching the fruits basket remake it came out it started in 2019 they're like are redoing the show this it was a show that i loved when i was you know in high school and so I've been really enjoying watching that, even though my husband likes to make fun of me because it's like a silly romance anime. And he's like, I can't even <laughs> because it's like literally about 
these people that if the opposite sex hugs them, they turn into their Zodiac animal. And so <laughs> yes. the main characters are the rat and the cat. And so they meet a girl and she finds out their secret because she hugs them and they turn into a rat and a cat. And it's absolutely ridiculous, but I love it. So I've been really enjoying <laughs> myself. <laughs> That's amazing. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, my, I have a couple mini good things this week. I'll go quick. Um, first of all, on my birthday, I decided to treat myself to some new clothes and I, uh, stumbled upon this store called Everlane and I really liked them. I got a cute pair of shoes there that are really comfortable and they look nice. And I also got a pair of jeans and some shirts and I'm very happy with them. Um, they're, uh, uh they pride themselves on being a sustainable clothing brand, which I enjoy and trying to, um, have more humane practices and all that stuff and cloth man- clothing manufacturing and all that stuff. So it makes me happy to, uh, you know, not give into the fast fashion industry as much, uh, though it's hard to do sometimes. Um, also we just recently, um, had trans visibility, uh, or trans day of visibility. Um, a shout out to uh, all of organizations that are like fighting for trans people and um, yes. trying to provide um, the money that trans people need to get their gender reaffirming surgeries and all of that stuff. Um, it's a good reminder that you should support trans people and fight for them every day and not just on that day because otherwise they don't have the protections. So um, two of my favorite organizations are the Marsha P. Johnson Institute um, you can donate online to them if you just search them. Uh, they uh, do a lot of um, social justice fighting for trans people. Also, uh, for the Gwarls, uh, that's G-W-O-R-L-S, um, they have funds set up that you can donate to that specifically go to help uh, trans people with their uh, surgeries and also funds for other medical costs and housing and transportation to uh, medical appointments and stuff like that. So I highly recommend that uh, here on this podcast, we support trans people. We love trans people. Um, yeah, that's it. Remember Woo-hoo. Alex Max says trans rights. So trans rights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Great. And that's our episode. And next week, we're going to be doing something a little special, a little different. It is a very special episode. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be celebrating Earth Day Yay! by talking about a iconic 90s cartoon, Fern Gully. Yes. Woo! I'm, very I'm so excited. excited. Me too. I it's been a long time. I've watched it in a while. So yeah. I'm very yeah. excited to watch it. So good. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.